2: What's up, everyone? I'm Will Fulton, and this is a very special bonus episode of Thrillist Explorers. So the sun is set on another season of our show, and we're going to be taking a few months off, but we want to thank you guys for listening, subscribing, sharing our show, and in some cases, calling into the show too. We're going to be dropping some special episodes, news, and updates while we take a break, so make sure you're still subscribed and paying attention to our feed. But before we pack up our mics and enjoy this off season. We have one more piece of audio to give you. Our sister brand, Pop Sugar just launched a new podcast, Not Over It. Hosted by two of our most opinionated staffers, Becky Kirsch and Zareen Siddiqui, Not Over It covers all things pop culture. The good, the bad, and all of those iconic moments from the not-so-distant past that they just can't get over. So to piggyback on our last episode, we asked Becky and Zareen to come on to play a round of NYC-themed pop culture trivia, They both live in New York, so it only seemed right. Let's play. But Zari and I are a team, so like, are we going to be sent to a breakout room or like we have to hash it out (laughs) in real time? No, you can hash (laughs) it out in real time. It's like if you guys were playing Who Wants to Be Millionaire together. Oh, okay. So the only friend I can phone is her.
1: Yes, I'm your only friend.
2: Are you guys ready to play a game of New York City pop culture trivia based on some notable shows, movies, and events from the past, let's say 20-ish years? And for every correct answer, this is a surprise. I will Venmo you guys one dollar. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, i one of you, one dollar. And then you have to split it.
1: Wow. It's like cash cab. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it is a like cash <laughs> yeah. cab. Thank so, God Becky's here. Becky knows everything about movies and TV shows. So.
2: OK.
0: But I'm not I'm not a real New Yorker, though. So we'll
2: see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's get right to it. So as you know, money is on the line. Big money. Question one. MTV's Total Request Live or TRL was famously filmed at 1 Astor Plaza with a floor-to-ceiling window overlooking Times Square. You guys remember TRL, right?
0: Yes. Uh, Fun fact, I I was in the audience for TRL.
2: Okay. Well, shit. You probably know this then, Becky. What floor was this iconic studio on that overlooked Times Square? A, the third floor, B, the second floor, or C, the fifth floor?
0: It definitely wasn't the second floor because they had to look down, but... The fifth? I want to say the fifth, but...
1: It's going to be the second. We're going to say the fifth and it's going to be the fucking second. It might be the... They had to take the elevator to get up there. Uh, I mean, Mariah Curry got down there really fast when she had those popsicles, remember? Let's say third.
2: Is your... You lock it in?
1: Yeah. Yeah, do you have the music?
2: (laughs) Yeah, here it comes. Oh, uh, you guys were... wrong but also right it's something you said it is b the second floor
1: what damn it i knew this was gonna happen
2: that was surprising to me though because i when looking back i i pictured it much higher up but yeah it's right on the second floor
0: i really wish i didn't volunteer the information that i had been there
2: (laughs) sorry well here okay here's here's a a quick follow-up this isn't part of the official game but just a quick bonus question do you know what song was the most requested song ever on trl My guess is Baby One More Time by Britney Spears.
1: Yeah, I was going to say something with NSYNC or Britney Spears.
2: Actually, no. It's uh, Shape of My Heart by Backstreet Boys. 50 weeks at number one. That surprised me, too. All right, forget it. I quit. All right, next question. In the season three premiere of Sex and the City, Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte take the ferry to Staten Island for an FDNY calendar benefit and get extremely drunk on what regionally appropriate drink? A. Staten Island highballs, B. Staten Island ice teas, or C. Jaeger bombs.
0: Yeah, Zareen, you've been rewatching Sex and the City? Yeah, but I stopped after season 1. Oh my god. These are hard questions.
2: Jaeger bombs. Wait, St-
0: I definitely thought you made up Staten Island ice tea, but that also feels like the answer.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say cuz I
0: was- I can't I don't think it's Jaeger bombs. No. Also, is are Jaeger Bombs regional?
2: Well, if you've ever been to Staten Island, they're very popular there.
0: Did we did, did Staten Island invent the Jaeger
2: Bomb? They didn't invent it, but they definitely embraced it.
0: Okay, I think we can all agree it's not Jaeger Bombs.
1: <laughs> is it Staten Island Iced Tea? It sounds unnatural because I want to say Long Island iced tea, so it's confusing to my brain.
0: But doesn't that seem like it would make sense in the realm of types from the city? I mean Charlotte, that means Charlotte had to drink it, so
1: Yeah.
2: She was the most drunk.
0: Will's, like, giving us encouraging glances, but he also wants us to fail, so...
1: Yeah. Okay, should we lock in Staten Island Iced Tea? Yeah, let's do it. You guys are right. Yes! Yay. Yay.
2: You guys get a dollar. It's Staten Island Iced Tea. Um, obviously a riff on the Long Island Iced Tea. All right, so next question. One of the most visited, quote-unquote, filming locations... In New York City is the friend's apartment at the corner of Bedford and Grove in the West Village. I said, quote unquote, because they didn't really film the show there. Most of it was shot in a stage. What is the name of the actual restaurant at the bottom of the building featured in the exterior in the show? It would be that coffee shop Central Perk. What is actually there? A, the Beatrice Inn. B, the Little Owl. Or C, there is no restaurant there. It's actually a Chase Bank. It's a little
1: owl. Okay. I believe you. You want to lock it in? I trust you with my life in the same time. Oh, my God. Don't trust me with your life, but that sounds right. I think that's right. I thought it was a Chase Bank, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, you would think it was a Chase Bank, but it is Be the Little Owl. It is a restaurant. Nice job. Good
1: job, Becky. You can have the whole dollar. <laughs> Yay!
2: <laughs> yeah, you can, you can portion that off uh, however you see fit. So, actually, a few months ago, we went to that corner and interviewed some tourists who made the trek out to see the front of the Friends building, and we talked to someone from Little Owl too, so let's roll that clip.
3: Most people that are coming to look at the Friends building, they are they are supremely disappointed when they find out that this isn't Central Park. Like people really think that this is going to be Central Park.
2: Here's Maggie Hollingsworth. She's a manager at the Little Owl.
3: And they just—it blows my mind. It's like it was filmed at a sound studio in, on Warner Brothers. Like it's not here. It's just the in the B roll. It's this shot. So I always tell people stand over at the light post, look up. That's the shot.
2: And while we were standing there in front of the little owl, we saw one of those fans Maggie described, and asked her what brought her here.
1: I'm coming from Montlar, South Jersey. It's two hours. Further down from here. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of friends from about five, ten years I think. I love friends and I just wanted to, I didn't want to buy some souvenirs to keep it at home to remember them but you know when I knew this is just two hours away yeah. why not just go see the place. I know they didn't shoot here they shot in LA yeah. in the studios but still just to get the view of this place to have the feel is amazing. We had um, a
3: couple get engaged here. Um, the guy rented out the restaurant for an hour and then he hired a professional singer to sing the Friends theme song. And like asked this his girlfriend to marry him and she was crying.
2: Yeah. Did she say yes? Of course, okay. yes. <laughs> Happy ending. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, isn't that funny? It's so funny. I
1: just, like, it really blows my mind.
2: So this is kind of a sports question, kind of. Uh, Which notable New York City athlete allegedly, and we say allegedly because this was reported, we're not saying this, don't sue us, was known to give his one-night stands gift baskets in the morning featuring signed memorabilia? Derek Jeter.
0: (laughs) I don't need the multiple choice. It was going to either which one has a painting of himself as a centaur over his bed, (laughs) and the answer to that was going to be Alex Rodriguez. But actually, what, what were the options going to be?
2: Well, just for the sake of the game, A, Odell Beckham Jr. B, Alex Rodriguez. C, Derek Jeter.
1: I I remember reading about those gift baskets, and I was like, wow, I wonder if if Minka Kelly got the same thing as the rest of them, or if it was different. (laughs)
2: Like a bigger one?
1: There
0: was like an autographed baseball or something.
2: Exactly. (laughs) The answer is, of course, C, C, Derek Jeter, um, I don't know. I like to believe that's real. Uh, I think that's fun. Um, it, it,
1: I'm sure it is. I'm sure his PR person was like, you know what? They'll, they'll like this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the women got it. Derek Jeter's a classy guy.
2: Have any of your ex-partners ever given you a gift basket after things have ended? <laughs>
1: no,
0: I don't think I've ever received a gift, a gift basket uh, from a guy
1: for any reason. Yeah, Same.
2: When I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, she let me keep our Lord of the Rings DVDs, which we bought together. So that was kind of like that for
1: me. That's a nice parting gift. That's
0: sweet.
1: Did you put it in a basket?
2: <laughs> I think it was kind of like a garbage bag, but, um, you know, <laughs> they were the extended editions too. So, I mean, it was a big deal.
1: Yeah, one of my boyfriends in high school got me uh, the Laguna Beach DVD set for my birthday. And that was like a really big deal. You still have it? I do, actually. Yeah, it's in my like house somewhere, in my parents' house, but... I just remember getting it. My mom was like, this is so weird. This isn't even a movie. What is this? Just like a weird reality TV show you're going to watch over and over again? Who's going to do that? And now look at us. It's all we do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's your job. Now you're getting paid for that stuff. All right. So last question. Finish this lyric from Alicia Keys in Jay-Z's smash hit anthem, Empire State of Mind. Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight. MDMA got you feeling like a champion. Okay. Okay. Is it A, Manhattan, the Bronx, and BK like Jackie Robinson, B, the city never sleeps, better slip you an ambient. or C, fuck Boston, let molasses flood the streets again?
0: Wait, did you say molasses?
2: <laughs> yeah, in Boston, um, like 100 years ago, there was this big molasses flood that killed a bunch of people. I, I guess Jay-Z was referencing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so dark. I know, it's, uh, it's not me, it's, it's, it's him.
1: I'm almost positive it's B.
2: I also thought it was B, so let's say B. Are you sure you don't want to go with C, the molasses one?
1: I don't
0: don't know.
2: No, it's B. It's B. (laughs) B.
0: Wait, are those those other lyrics from the song, or did you just make those up? Yeah,
2: I prepared for this interview. I I wanted you guys to have a good time.
0: Well, as soon as you said that, I was like, molasses. I think I would have remembered that.
1: Yeah, Jay-Z singing molasses would have stuck with me for a minute.
0: (laughs) But isn't the whole thing, like, slow as molasses? Like, couldn't you run from that? They tried. It must have been a lot of molasses.
2: It was. It was like a slow wave of molasses. I swear, I'm not making this up. This is actually true. You guys, after a rocky start, nailed the last four. You went four for five. This was nice. this was amazing. Um, I would love to ask you a little bit about Not Over It.
0: Yeah, so basically, it's kind of like a grab bag of Current pop culture things that are happening right now that you know we need to talk about. We also weave in some nostalgia. I mean, the title of the of the podcast "Not Over It" comes from those moments in pop culture history or TV, movies, music, whatever that you still think about years later.
1: We also switch it up from time to time and make sure we're kind of giving folks a deep into a deep dive into recent headlines. We did an episode of all about celebrity couples. Um, So we kind of, you know, we cover all the bases and we always kick off each episode with something that Becky and I are not over, which usually is something from the recent week. Um, It doesn't always have to be related to pop culture, but it's still fun.
0: I mean, for example, next week, I might say that I'm not over this molasses tidal wave that took place in Boston a long time ago. Like once I get more information about that, I'm... Definitely going to be talking about that.
1: I think I'm not over Derek Jeter giving gift baskets to his ex. I can't believe we have stopped talking about that as a society.
2: Well, anyway, it's a really fun show. And uh, everyone should tune in. Who should I Venmo here?
0: You can Venmo, Zareen. She's the queen of Venmo.
1: I am going to Venmo.
2: All right. Four bucks for winning.
0: There you go. Could we get a ferry ticket to New Jersey with that much? (laughs) No,
2: (laughs) you can't. (laughs) Ferry ticket to Staten Island, though. All right, so new episodes of Not Over It drop every Tuesday. So if you're looking for a new show to fill that Thrillist Explorers shaped void in your own podcast listening schedule, check out Not Over It wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to play a quick clip of their show, but before we do, we have some more good news. Thrillist has been nominated for three 2021 Webby Awards. Our travel team's Best Road Trips package has been nominated, along with two of our video series, History of in the Food Space and Please Don't Hang Up in the Travel Space, both featuring yours truly. The winner is chosen by public vote, and voting is open until May 6th. We have links in our description, and we would love your support here. All right, now here's that clip.
0: Today, we're so excited to have Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark on the show to talk all things OC.
1: Okay, well, to kick things off, keeping on theme with the show, we'd love to hear a pop culture moment that you're still not over.
0: I'm Kind of not over the fact that how do you say his name? Regé. Um, oh, Regé Jean Page. is it coming back to Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of a lot uh, of people yeah. are not over that. A lot well, of people feel that
3: way. Like who's gonna I watch mean, it without the Duke? I don't. That guess.
0: man is delicious. Oh, That's every time he walked accurate. on screen, I
3: was like, hello. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is one good-looking man, <laughs> ladies. One good-looking man. <laughs> Oh man,
0: yeah. Just stick with it one more time, please. Just one. Yeah, I think they tried. <laughs> I think Netflix. Yeah, he's I too think big. He, the character wasn't going to be. It was going to be like a guest role in a That's couple of episodes. That's what they're saying. And he was like, "I'm good." But they
3: tied up that whole story. Like, right? That's what I, I think. They they, didn't where plan are they going to on... go with them? But I guess she's going to be back because it's her brother's storyline or whatever. Right. But yeah, their yeah. storyline like literally was completely finished with a pretty bow at the end. Like what else are they gonna show?
1: I think he right. would have stuck around and had he not been getting other offers, but I think Regis Jean Page is doing just He's fine. A
0: <laughs> they were not pre- they were not prepared, I think, for the world's response to him. And then we're like, well, we should have gotten him in that seven year contract. Rachel, what about your not over it moment?
3: Not over it. What was a big like breakup this year? I feel like something like hit me hard. Oh, well, the Jen and Brad breakup. <laughs> I will bring up because it's tied <laughs> into the OC because I remember exactly where we were, what we were shooting when that news broke. And I was beside myself. Okay. Uh, we were shooting the mall scene at a mall at night. We do the hockey thing. Like we're trapped in a mall. We were at this mall. Adam Brody had worked <laughs> with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt on Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Doug Lyman. So he kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, had been around them and then the news broke about Jen and Brad and I was like, the world is coming to an end. What the fuck is happening?
0: Well, just so did he know? Did he have an inkling from being on set with them? I cannot
3: say. <laughs> Fair.
2: Fair. <laughs> All right, that does it for us. We want to thank every guest we've had this season and of course the entire Thrillist podcast team at large. Editors, Abby Austria, Dean White, Peter Wagner and Jake Rasmussen. Producers Jake Rasmussen and Mia Fask and The Brain Trust, Jim Demico, Dan Byrne, Megan Kirsch, Brett Kushner, Emily Felt, and from iHeartRadio, Mangesh Adekudor. That's it for us. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears every week. It's been an honor and a pleasure, and we'll see you soon. Bye.